Hey, it's Colton. Hey, it's Summon. And you're listening to Unwinding. Ding! Today is a very special episode. It is our second edition of our Diva Deep Dive. And today we will be covering the one and only Miss Britney Spears. Bitch. Episode 10. Oh, snap. I've been so excited for this episode. Like, because episode- it's Britney? No, just <laughs> Oh, wait, I'll just let the cat out of the bag there, Colton. Well, it's going to be I thought we were going to like hype it up. Well, it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> all right, all right. Deep touché, dive. Touché. Yeah, deep dive number two. We've done Whitney. Now it's time for Britney. Of course, yeah. that's that's why, like when we were thinking of what episode 10 should be, it's like the whole fabric of our friendship was like the Brit- first little <laughs> like stitch was like Brittany and Whitney. Yeah. So now it's your turn. Like I gushed all over your girl. All Whitney. Of- totally. And now, yeah. like, I love how Colton has actually even dressed for the occasion. I do. With his Britney Spears fan club T-shirt, yeah, and like his whole background of the Zoom call that we're doing is all just different. It's like a collage of Britney. Britney. It's a Britney collage, <laughs> yeah. So I had to like, she's my, she's my, she's my girl. She's, she's Britney. She's Brit Brit. She's the Messiah. No, I'm just joking. But um, oh my God. <laughs> you know, you can actually get candles of Britney, like looking like it's probably very sacrilegious but it's pretty funny like do you want me to make i make candles so i can make you a britney candle yeah please do <laughs> what would that what would that smell like <laughs> um cheetos okay <laughs> some starbucks cheetos and starbucks like a frap and, and yeah. cheetos i don't know <laughs> and like kind of like a southern spice mixed in there maybe some marlboro cigarettes a little yeah bit. yeah <laughs> that would be good Maybe not, but yeah, no, I'm excited to talk about Brittany. Um, she, I remember when she first came out on the scene in 1999, I was like 10 years old and just automatic, like fell in love and has just, I've just been following this woman. Like I'm definitely a Brittany fan. I think anyone that ever comes to meet me can all attest that like, I have a love for Britney. Oh, man. I have had to watch. I can't <laughs> even count how many different Britney Spears videos yes. being your friend. Where he's like, like, come on. Need- I'm like, I, don't, I have to like straight up tell him like, I'm not going to watch any videos today. Like, yeah. so stop trying to show. And then he's like, okay. And then eventually he's like, like but you just need to see this one. I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> if like, if like I was a salesman for Britney, I could do it. That would be a job I could do. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what I'm more interested in you, like what is because like obviously, like, yeah, like I'm a huge fan of her. Um you know what's funny? My experience with Britney Spears was actually, yeah, when she came out with uh what was her first song, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So when that song came out, I was actually going to a private school, not by my choice, Mm -hmm. but by mother's. And it was like a religious, like a Sikh private school. Did you guys wear uniforms like Britney Spears did? We did have to wear uniforms, but they did not look like that. (laughs) Well, she tied hers up, but like, was it like? It was no, it was like, it's a Sikh school. So we had to keep (laughs) it. Yeah, like it's a lot more conservative. Your head has to be covered. It's like, yeah, totally different. But when she came out, like all these girls, I was in grade seven and all the girls just loved her. Like her video, we'd keep watching it. And it came to the point where they're like, we had a computer class and they were like, let's all print out the lyrics of the song and mm-hmm. memorize it. And we did. And so I, I actually did memorize 
the words to hit me baby one more time, time? Oh my which God. like now when i'm thinking about it i'm like that song and what it meant and what these little like girls 12 year old girls are saying well about. and that's funny enough is why it was titled like the actual title of the song they've omitted the hit and they just put dot 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 baby oh. one more time because oh. they, the record company thought if they used the whole title of Hit Me Baby One More Time, that it was a little too provocative. I'd- or And because Max Martin, who made that song, he's from Sweden. So he actually didn't, he didn't really understand like lingo and North American lingo. So to him, he thought Hit Me Baby One More Time was like a, like, yo, hit me up. Like, give me another chance, right? Right. But it didn't translate that way in the states and in no, North America, no, that could be like read as like a domestic, domestic abuse, right, yeah. or like you so know, that's like why, yeah, that's why if you look it up, it says dot 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 baby one more time. Huh, huh, like interesting. That. And I think that's part of the appeal, like why she was so big too, is like like you said, like it, that's interesting. You said you went to a, you know, kind of a conservative all girls. It's like that was kind of her concept of the video was like, you know, kind of the schoolgirl being risque and i feel like that was the appeal that's to, maybe totally why it probably appealed to us it's like hey yo, like, you know she's kind of owning her you know her sexuality and she's kind of owning like she just she seemed like she was in charge and she just like that whole video right it was just like here i am at the school i'm the ringleader kind of thing right 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 so. and like that was also like a point where you know, when she was coming out, there was like, that was also the time of boy bands, right? You had yeah. like Backstreet Boys, you had NSYNC. Yeah. Um, who did girls. you like more? Spice Girls um, were everything for yeah. me, by the way. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with I Backstreet Boys because my sister was a huge Backstreet Boys fan. Yeah. So that was like kind of like what started it. And even to this day, like, yeah, the Backstreet Boys, like they they've got it going on <laughs> but like you know what i mean like i'm sorry i'm gonna give it to the i'm gonna give it to BSB. back streets back all, all right. right and i've seen them in con like yeah i'm gonna give it to the backstreet boys so okay, okay. Yeah. what about you you know what i was also more of a bsb yeah. girl myself yeah um they had not, when not they first came out they had love, a bi- which yeah. i did love too yes. but like i think it's stupid also stupid reason that i was like team bsb over nsync was because Brian had the same birthday as me. So I was like, oh, same birthday connection, you know? (laughs) What really, what really kind of inspired me with, or not inspired me, I guess, but what, why I appreciate the Backstreet Boys is, well, I mean, obviously one, they were the first boy band before NSYNC. And when they started, they had a bit, like their early songs were very heavily R&B inspired. And what really made me appreciate them is there's a documentary out there probably about like must be about 10 years old now, but it really shows like how they came together as a group and like how they really harmonize. Right. Are and you so- also like a little bit biased because of JT, Justin Timberlake and Britney's whole thing? You know, you are. Yeah, you are. Maybe you got, you a know, little that bit. Crimea I River it, video. Yes. Yeah. That like was he definitely, major shade. Yeah. He that threw was Britney like under the bus. Shade. No, but. I think, again, what what it boils down to is my older sister being a huge Backstreet Boys right. fan. And that's what I remember really getting into right. before NSYNC. So, Fair enough. Um, I think now, in hindsight, I might have, like, I would definitely probably listen to more NSYNC if it was now. Just, like, you know, they had some, like, wait. They had fun, but, like, no they Backstreet Boys. They, I feel to me like Backstreet Boys has like a way bigger catalog and like, yeah. But we okay. can do a Backstreet right. Boys episode another time. But, you <laughs> okay, know, this is actually really this is actually kind of a good segue into Britney's beginnings mm-hmm. of becoming a huge global superstar or global superstar is, um, you know that so Lou Taylor was the original founder of Backstreet Boys and he's okay. the one that made NSYNC. But he did a lot of sketchy, kind of like sketchy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, after Britney had come out of the Mickey Mouse Club, he um, had Britney. Britney almost was in a girl group called Innocence. Oh, I, before had, she, I did never knew that. 
Um, yes. So, and it was run by uh, Lou Taylor, this business guy, Lou Taylor, who's later been sued and like sketchy stuff. He ended up being like a sketchy, yeah, usual, yeah. like t- stereotypical manager yeah. of taking advantage. Okay, so, got it. Um, Britney's manager at the time, who's I think still, well, up until recent years, was still her manager, Larry Rudolph, basically was like, mm, you know, like, I think Britney might have like a shot maybe doing it solo. Right. And so they sent out a demo to a bunch of record companies and um, so giving your girl Whitney a shout out. She did um, I Have Nothing. That was her demo tape. <gasps> and a lot of record labels said, no, this is boy band. This is boy band time. This is girl group time. They're not a single female isn't going to isn't going to sell. It's not going to work. So they rejected, rejected, rejected. And it wasn't J- uh, Jive Records was like, you know what? Yeah, we'll give her a shot. We'll we'll see what's up. So like they flew her out to go see uh, Max Martin, who was like this kind of like he's gone on now to like. Right. So this is like after Mickey Mouse Club then. Yes. Yeah. So, OK, OK. So let's get into like her humble. So Brittany, Brittany Jane Spears was born December 2nd, 1981 in Cantwood, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I think Southern girl. Yeah. I mean, you can f- watch a lot of like her backstory and like the framing Britney documentary that we, we talked about. Right. But yeah, like, you know, she kind of came from a very, like, very kind of like poverty, like background. She had a clearly as a child had a very, um, had a very ambitious, um, I'm not even trying to say what the right words are, but she was very ambitious, obviously, towards like the entertainment industry, loved to perform. Right. Right. Um, and I think her mom definitely, you know, definitely tried to support her in that. They so, nurtured that. They, they saw did. it and they were like, yeah. you know what? Maybe there is something here. Yeah. And it like Britney's story of like just, you know, after learning about what she came from is like that, you know, kind of that American dream, right? Where it's like, this, yeah little Southern girl just like has a voice, has Mm -hmm. a little like sparkle in her eye. And, you know, mom and dad then are like, Hey, you know what? We're going to, we're going to go on that. And we are, we're going to help her. We're going to do what we can to make, make this girl a star. Yes. And it worked. It It worked. worked. So she, yeah. So when she was about eight, she went on, uh, I guess it was called star search. She did that two times. So I think she won one and then she lost one. And, um, then she went on to go do the Mickey Mouse Club at like 11 or 12 years old. And she was one of the youngest cast members. But like, again, the Mickey Mouse Club produced a lot of big people after the Mickey Mouse Club. Like you had right. Justin Timberlake, you had JC from NSYNC, you had uh, Felicity Huffman from uh, Felicity, or not Felicity Huffman, sorry, scratch that. Yeah, What's I was like, that's Carrie Russell. Chick- yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, Carrie like, Russell. She old. Yeah, no, no, she, she old. Can't be yeah. old. She old. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie Russell. Listen, I've been maybe one or two grapes in, but no, just um, one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, Carrie, Carrie Russell, who starred in Felicity. Right. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. I I didn't know about that. Um, Ryan Gosling was in it. Yes. So there's like a lot of big, it was kind of a star producer, right? So -hmm. after the Mickey Mouse Club, she did that for a couple of years, got canceled. She went back home to Louisiana, kind of did the high school thing for a couple of years, you know, did the normal thing. But I think mm-hmm. she was always like wanting to to do something in the entertainment industry. So right. she ended up going to New York. She did, a, you know, some off Broadway things and, um, you know, had a manager at that time. And that's what, he, you know, the manager was really trying to sell it to some some record labels. So Jive's. So, yeah, cut back to. So Jive Records signs her, mm-hmm. sends her over to Sweden at 16 to start recording with this producer, Max Martin, who's gone on to produce mega hits for a lot of people like actually like tons like he's still very oh, relevant the swedes eh? oh yeah so he actually had this song called baby one more time or hit me baby one more time yeah he he i believe he um tried to give it to a couple people uh, he originally tried to give it to the group tlc oh i love tlc they are like my mm-hmm. favorite girl group so tlc said no thanks we're gonna pass on that song Brittany mm-hmm. heard it and was like that's I I'm vibing with this song. Yeah. So they recorded baby one more time, finished her album. They released baby one more time. The concept for the video, the original video 
um, the record producers, or I guess the people at Jive, they wanted to do this like weird, like Power Rangery type concept video. And Britney was the one that was like, why don't we just do like, you know, something that is relatable to people my age. Like we're bored yeah. in school. We just, you know, and like, that's the thing. And so literally that's, she kind of came up with the initial concept and just was like tied her shirt up and right. did right. that whole thing. And right. Baby one And that time. was something like, she was like, from what I gained from the Britney documentary as well, was that, you know, she is a very creative person and that she did really take charge when it came to her performances. Right. And like, she was like very much an artist in that sense of like wanting to like be involved, not just being told like, Hey, this is how you. And I think that was the biggest misconception with her. It is people just being like, Oh, she's a puppet. And it's like, and she's even, and she's even admitted to like post interviews. Like she's like, yeah, in the beginning of like the very first, my very first album, you know, I let people, cause like you don't know a lot of things, but after a while you start to kind of gain a little more control because right. you know how to do things. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, Britney's success is because she was a 16, 17, 18 year old girl. She knew how to appeal to the masses. Mm-hmm. You, you, a 30 year old man isn't going to know how to do that. Like Britney, obviously was tapped into she, something. She has the mentality she of the demographic she's trying to reach. She right. is the demographic that you're trying to reach. Right. So who better to do your like, you know, your research or your, what is the word that I'm looking for? Well, she just your like, she, yeah. Test group, you yeah. know, yeah. pretty much where like she can, she had that insight and yeah. So, okay. So let's get to after I, Mickey Mouse Club, yeah. after the first album, a first album blows up. Well, f- fun facts about the f- baby one more time because that's a huge, huge song. So, she was the first new female artist to have a number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 and number one album on the Billboard 200 at the same time. That song spent six weeks at number one, and it went number one in every country it charted in. So that's over 20, 20 number one, like massive. Like it just—it was a global hit. Global hit, like right, like Debbie Gibbs, like whoever thought like this girl is going to be a little one hit wonder. Debbie, like no, like she was like just right. f- became a phenomenon. So she went on to go do follow up album. Oops, I did it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally a year later, that album actually went on to sell 1.3 million copies in its first week, and was the highest selling album by an artist for a female artist up until Adele in 20 the last one like her last album Adele broke the record but for almost 15 plus years Britney had like the highest selling number one album in its first week of sales like so that's like again she became a huge like global like phenomenon and like you know after baby one time oops I did it again you know she she went on to the VMAs her very first VMAs she did like a striptease where she like um, was wearing like this like tuxedo thing and like had this nude little body thing underneath. Is that when she can be kissed Madonna? No, she's had three very big, well, I guess four huge. And then VMA there's the moment. snake one. Okay. Yeah. Remember the snake one? Yeah. I remember the Madonna one. Cause there was like, like a virgin, her Christina yes. Aguilera or Madonna so, had that kiss. Um, I don't know what the other two are. So her first one was again, she, again, at, in 2000, she was only 18. She comes out in this tuxedo, rips it off. She's wearing this like nude, sparkly kind of like bikini top with pants and parents like, you know, I think this is 2000. She's 18. Like parents lost their shit. They were like, what the hell is my kid watching? Like, because that was kind of the duality of Britney was like, she was the girl next door, but she was also like very sexy. Do you know what I mean? Right. So there was a lot right. of like, but at the same time, like now we're okay. Fast forward to 2021. Yeah. Okay? And like how that is in the eye of the beholder as well. Like, you know, the people that are sexualizing her also need that's Hey man, like people walk around all the time, belly tops and whatever they're going to wear. But it was a if big you're, deal if you're for se- her. Oh, for sure. Like back then it was controversial. Yeah. Like it's crazy Definitely. to look back and be like, she showed her belly. Like, at 18, 19, that was controversial, but it was like, it was like, parents were like, 
not cool with it. But、um, I just think it's really funny, though, that you know, just by me doing the baby video、um, with、right. my belly showing or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I love Backstreet Boys and NSYNC,、right. but when they're doing all those thrusts on the stage and when they're making out with the microphone thing, no one says anything about that. But、right. when、exactly. I'm just showing a little belly, it's everyone's like, "Ooh!" Guys can do you know what I mean? So yeah,、right. so she did that. Oops, I did it again. That was kind of like her follow-up album that really kind of catapulted her. That's where you got songs like "Oops, I Did It Again," "Lucky,"、um, "Stronger," all those kind of songs. So then, you know, it's very still very poppy. I actually know all those songs.、Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so then, two thousand one, Britney at the tender tender age of like twenty, was like, you know what? I I want to have a more adult sound. I'm, I、okay. don't want to do this like pop stuff anymore.、Mm-hmm. So she kind of samples. Um, that's the whole Snake VMA performance. I'm a slave for you. Oh, that was a good, I liked Slave for You. Yes,、yeah, that, that was, is a good that song. Yeah, that was like an icon with the snake. Like everyone, that's an iconic performance. Like Britney, just yeah. That's the one attest like testament I'll give to her is like, you know, even in her prime, like Britney. She she was the one to watch. Like if it's like Britney Spears is performing, you're tuning in to see what the、right. hell she's gonna do. Right. She was like in her Pepsi commercials、yeah. and all that stuff. Like so she she was huge. Yeah. She's huge. She was like, everywhere. She like that. I don't think there's been an artist since then. Like in that era, you know what I mean? Where it's just like she just like it's just everywhere. Like just everyone right, like, knows who this is. Just like Whitney and her,、mind. and that's what I'm saying. It's like、yeah. she. I feel like she's almost kind of the last one. Like there was like, you know, Michael, Madonna, Whitney, and now Britney. But like, yeah, there's artists. Diana Ross is still around. Like no, I mean, but you like, know what I that's mean. That's not like, performing. Like yeah, I get it. But I mean, like, like in that that prime of their career, I guess like Justin Celine Bieber, Dion. I mean, yeah, Celine Dion. But I mean, like, I, yeah, like I guess like Justin Bieber and like people like that. But like, it's been a minute since there's been like just this cultural phenomenon artist that、right. everyone's just like, oh my god. Um, right. So yeah. Well, so this com- is also the days before, like when you're on、YouTube. dial-up, in- your dial-up internet, man. You're like actually, you're like、yes. having to buy the CD. Like、yeah. you're not gonna just like Napster wasn't really that big then. Like exactly, and I think、yeah. that's kind of what's changed a lot of artists now is because there's there's、Streaming. almost almost an oversaturation of people because anyone can lo- upload their things now. Or it's like like you、totally. said, you had to go, you had to run home to TRL, like to watch much music or TRL. You had to wait for the video to come out. Like it was, yeah. It wasn't like you could just go on YouTube and just watch it whenever you wanted. You literally had to wait. Definitely, there was like an anticipation that was being、yes. built. Yeah. So yeah. So、sure. Britney comes out, um, two thousand one with that VMA. She sings "I'm a Slave for You," and that's when you know she kind of starts becoming a little more sexual or confident in her sexuality.、Mm-hmm. Looking back on it now, and um. She kind of starts to lose that like all American girl next door because she's like really kind of just embracing. She's because she's going into who she wants to be, yeah, like, like as as anybody at that、up. age is trying to be like, hey, I'm not like, oh my god, I'm not a girl, not yet not a woman. Yet a woman. That's what <laughs> that song was from the same album of us. I'm a slave for you. Crazy is that? Also, I really enjoyed her、Crossroads. edition of like my prerogative. Yeah, Bob, like no, Bobby、so、Brown, was, great song.、Fuck. Yeah, so then, so then she follows it up with "In the Zone." That's the whole Madonna. So then, the following, literally the next three performances, literally back to back. She did the striptease. She did the "I'm a Slave for You," and then oh, sorry. Then there was a year break, and then the following year she does the "Kiss with Madonna," and that's when she did the "In the Zone" era. She had Madonna come in. It was almost kind of like Madonna knighted her, like. I'm passing the torch to you now, Brittany. Like, right, you know what I mean? Like, right. And right. that's kind of where she started to get that princess of pop because it was like Michael's the right, king, right. You know,、um, Madonna's the queen, and now Brittany's the princess. So,、um, yeah. So then after in the zone, that's when she did the whole、uh, my prerogative. That's when she met Kevin Federline, and <gasps> okay, so that was like. So it's like, can we talk about her first marriage? Because yeah, we skipped well, over. When was that? That was after the first was, album. No, her first marriage was. So you got to understand. So from 1999 to about. You got to break this down in cliff yeah, notes. Nobody's following. The, nobody knows、to. the 19. You're a diehard fan. I love I am, you for this, it, and I love that you have all your receipts. And I'm about to but, explain it to you. Yes.、Yeah, so from cliff nine, notes. So 1999 to about 2003. 
Britney Spears released four albums, all went to number one. And 2004, 2005 is when she was like, I'm going to take a break. I've Mm -hmm. literally been working my ass off since 99 for like five, six years. I've built this huge empire. Yeah. Was dating Justin around that time. And, you know, during that, that height, her and Justin, you know, had that big falling out and he did the whole Crimea River stuff um, right before her in the zone. So her last album in like 2004 was like when she was single again, Mm -hmm. like her last fourth album. So then after that, she, you know, put that out, meets Kevin Federline. And that's when she was like, okay, like, I just want to have a kid, you know, settle down, get married, be, but I don't think she realized like the height of her celebrity either. Because... But like, what about that other marriage that she had, the Vegas one? Oh, that's yes. The one okay. I'm talking yes, about. yes, yes, yes. So during the In the Zone era, so she would have been like 23, 24. So this is the fourth album. So this is after the Madonna kiss. Right. She, she goes down to Vegas and was you know, she rebounding? My question was, was she yeah, rebounding off of JT? hundred well, percent she was. <laughs> like, I mean, Aubin, like, look at us when like, we're in our early 20s. So she just got out of like this relationship with this guy. She totally. Goes, I get it. Like, she, I get it. And that's yeah. why I had to ask, like, was goes, this like getting into her, get in, get like trying to get into her state of mind? Yeah. So, you know, so I mean, only Brittany was Brittany's state of mind, but, um, you know, like, yeah, she, she just ends this like relationship with Justin and, you know, goes down to Vegas with some friends. Um, the guy she married was like a childhood friend and, you know, clearly they've probably been drinking. They're like, you know, let's do something crazy. Let's just get married. Whatever. Like, hey, me and you might be worth supposed to be together. Yeah. So obviously <laughs> when that happened, that was kind of like the initial crack of like Britney's image, because for a long time, like Britney really kind of rode that innocent, innocent, but very sexual. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, that was kind of the st- the cracks of it because her, the damage control team went in and like, it was annulled. like, 36 hours or something like that. Like it was an alt. So that was like when our team was like, Oh shit. Right. But I also feel like that was kind of like Brittany in a way, like rebelling being like, Oh, totally. I want to do what the fuck I want to do. Like you can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sick and tired of people telling you what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to take control of it. I'm going to marry this guy. And you know what? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, definitely. I get that. Yeah. So what her and K fed. So she meets K fed after that marriage. Right. Was no, I, on, no, I, yeah, yeah I, I knew that part, but I just like wanted to bring up that marriage because that was something that you're That's like, kind what of, the yeah. fuck? That was, well, that was kind of like you said, like kind of like the, the crack that kind of started to break the unraveling of Britney Spears of right. like the prime, her prime years. Right. Mm-hmm. We call her prime knee. Oh my God. Yeah. But um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. So she meets K fed. And, uh, yeah. And I think she just was like, okay, like got, she like had a, you know, kind of a surprise marriage, got pregnant. Um, again, you can see that in like kind of the free Britney documentary, got pregnant basically back to back with two kids. And I think, and that was kind of Jane James and Sean Preston, Sean Preston. (laughs) And I think at that time too, like that was really kind of start, like it was a weird time where she was, it was unraveling. It was the, I feel like it was like when she, when the unraveling really started to happen because now like there's even more press on her. Right. Like I was like, like, that was just it. And that was like during like kind of the rise of like the Perez Hilton era, TMZ mm -hmm. and paparazzi. And like people were starting to get to know celebrities um on a personal level on a personal level so like that's kind of when she had more access to them now like it was was kind of that exactly yeah yeah so like and they really i feel bad now because like they really did they were brutal on her like you know with that whole incident with her and her kid in the front seat of the car yeah and she's like you know this is just like how my daddy used to take me in his truck or whatever the hell and like she like her intentions like honestly this is something i can say about britney spears is that her intentions are good like she she seems like genuinely a nice person well and And like she just got torn apart which and is, like the poor girl, like now looking at it before they're just like, oh, Britney's going crazy. Like, oh, ha ha. She's going crazy. But you're like, no, man, she was having a fucking mental break. 
And like, it's unfortunate that her every move was being documented. So like, you know, when you're like, fuck, I know when I'm feeling like in a funk, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to fucking see anybody. And now you just have 30 paparazzi. Yeah. Yeah, And everyone just tearing you. And that's, and that's kind of like, again, why like that whole framing Britney doc, like I was like, it was satisfying as a fan to watch it because it was like vindication. Well, and like, as me as a fan, exactly. And it's like, looking back, like this poor, it's, it's it, like how vulturous our society is that we like build this, this woman who's beautiful, talented, you know what I mean? Like she really yeah. was. And then it's just like, to you tear build her, her up and then you want to tear her, tear apart. her down. And the same could be said about like Whitney and Michael yeah. and any of these huge celebs. It's like, it's fun to watch them rise. And it's even funner to fucking watch them. You fall. love them and you're cheering them on a hundred percent. And then, yeah. but at the same time, when they fall, you're like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you're, but why, you know, like why? I don't know. It's some kind of like sick human. It's like, I think it's kind of like the, the car crash, you it, know, when you're driving by a car crash, you want to look, it's the yeah. same kind of thing because you're like, how, because you've built this person up in your head. That is like the epitome of success. And then when you see them fall or you know, it makes you feel better about yourself somehow that you just kind of, you, you want to be like, oh, what happened? You have so many questions and there's, a, right. there, there's a curiosity. Just like how people love to gossip at the end of the day, you right. know, there's always going to be like, Oh, whatever. But I mean, that was just really sad for like, then she like shaved her head. Well, and like, and that's the thing is the, um, so obviously, yeah. So she divorces Kevin. She has these two kids, you know, she's probably okay, going Is through- there any, indication as to oh my god i'm totally being one of those people that's crying right now yeah but um what did like what went wrong with her and cape it um you know there's a lot that's probably not answered i think um and well actually britney herself has come out and said that she got married for the idea of marriage Mm-hmm. but not necessarily with the right person. I think she, like she said, like she was like, I, I wanted to be married, have kids. I think she was chasing that idea of it, but maybe mm-hmm. just didn't find the right person for it. And right. I think Kevin, yeah, like, you know, like he was probably going out. She was, I don't like, it's never really been said, but clearly something happened that was like, she had enough. You know, well, that's good for her to like, come out and say that because it's true a lot of people do just get married for the idea of this person or the the notion of like hey i should settle down have a family okay this person checks the boxes great let's do it and like you know it's a very it's a very relatable thing that she went through right like yeah at the end of the day britney spears is a human being you know like and i think that people get really um, wrapped up on this notion of celebrity that they don't even associate them as human beings anymore, where they just they see them as an object now that they can watch and prod and poke at. And then like, that's what they did to poor Brittany. Yeah. Well, and like, it's funny when like, you know, she did shave her head and then um, the paparazzi were like, you know, why did you do that? Why, Brittany, why did you do that? And she her, like famously quoted was, she's like, I'm tired of everyone touching me. I don't want anyone touching me. And it's almost like, yeah, she's probably just like being like, you know what? Like this person, like that guy in the documentary said, like, I'm done. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's so easy to just, you know, see. And like, I mean, I was guilty of it too. Like seeing this person shave your head and you're like, she's crazy. But it's like, she is make like, regardless of what drug or if she was drinking or whatever, she's making a statement. Totally. Like that is a huge thing. Like I've always kind of thought like, you know, it's an old saying it's probably outdated. It's probably sexist, but like hair is to women, like cars are to men. Yeah. Right. Like your hair is like, you take care of that shit. You're like, I could not like that. That, that is a very bold statement for sure. Like that's like, yeah. Like regardless of like, whatever it's like, that was like, definitely like she knew she's being followed by paparazzi. Like she, she knew, knew what she, she knew what she was doing. And like, no matter you what want kind a show, of I'm gonna mind, give you a show. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like, yeah. So with that, and then I don't even know where we're going, but yeah, like she just, what All were right. we even just talking about? Let's take a beat. So we got to K-Fed. Yeah. Right. Got to K-Fed, got to her next album. So after K-Fed. Oh yeah. What? So she shaped her head. Yeah. So 
so yeah, so after she, you know, publicly like shaved her head and, you know, she kind of started to lose custody of her children. But again, I really encourage and whoever's listening to watch the framing Brittany doc. Um, there's a lot of stuff like it hurt with her and atta- like attacking the paparazzi car with the umbrella that also, there's a backstory to that. Like if you watch the documentary, like the paparazzi who was following her that night basically said she was trying to go to Kevin's that night a couple of times and he denied access to her. Mm-hmm. And they pulled up behind like a Jiffy Lube or whatever. And he was just like, Brittany, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. Leave the fucking Gr- girl alone. She snapped. She she snapped. But again, he of got course, the- who wouldn't? Like you just got- had a fight with your like ex ex man. He's not letting you see your children. Like you're if anybody was in that state, like you're pissy already. Yeah. And you're like, now you have this freaking troll that's not leaving yeah. you the fuck alone. I'm, like, like, I'm just going to ask you a question. Up. Yeah. yeah. So like, exactly. But again, he got the money shot and it's a famous shot of Brittany with yeah. the umbrella looking yeah. like a f- fucking totally psycho. pictured in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a famous photo. Like it's going to like it's it's very sad. It's like very vulturous. And it's like, that's what I mean. Like with her whole career, it's like it's she has her fans that have like just love Britney for Britney. And it's like, but Britney's also famous. I feel like for like a butt of the, like she's like the butt of everyone's joke in a sense too. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, but yeah, but interestingly enough, you know, Britney around that time was also recording an album called blackout and released this album on her terms. And it was like, honestly, and I'm not even joking, her best album ever. That's when you got the f- infamous, you know, it's Britney bitch, give me more. Yeah. She had this very dark persona. And actually that album just a couple of years ago got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall, uh, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. for its influence on music that had then kind of came afterwards off, like from it. Because right. it was very like, it was very like urban, like it was like a very well done album. So it was like very weird juxtaposition that it was like, she's going through like, like this huge, like very public mental breakdown, but yet like put out the best album in her career. Like, right. From it, like, from the ashes, she rose as a phoenix. Like she like, like still brought it. Like she's like, you know what? Like she used that energy from what she was going through and really channeled it into creating something, a masterpiece, I guess. But and that's the thing, though, is like it wasn't really well received by the public, except from like her hardcore fans, because because of like her public breakdown and like everyone was more right. concerned about that. So unfortunately, that kind of overshadowed the album. Right. So then, yeah, in comes on, you know, her dad and, um, you know, she had like her little lockdown where she didn't want to give her kids back to to KFED and. uh you know, gets put in basically on a 5150, which was a psychiatric hold. And, you know, her dad comes in and basically uh, signs her up into a conservatorship. So basically takes full financial and personal control of her life. And I remember being a fan at the time thinking like, okay, thank God, like Brittany's like saved, like her family's coming, right? Like, right. Oh my God. And then it wasn't really shortly after that, that she, you know, comes out with the circus album and the womanizer uh, song. And, you know, she's like resembling kind of like the Britney of the past. And like all the fans are like, okay, Britney's back. Like she's, right. she's here. She's got her shit together. Yeah. She's like, you know, she's probably yeah. on some meds. So like literally a year after her breakdown, she releases womanizer. That song goes straight to number one. She comes out with the circus tour, which is like the best selling um, like tour of that year, like 2009, right. like literally like everyone's like, come back. Britney's made this huge comeback. Cause that's the thing with celebrity, right? It's like, we like to watch them fall, but we also like the comeback story. Yeah. So that's how it was painted out to be. She follows it up with another album, but like around this time, fans noticed. And I like, even I did, she seemed her follow-up album from circus. Like that was when she did the hold it against me. It was over 2011. We were in broadcasting school. Yeah. She seemed out of it. Like she was on some kind of medication. She sedated. Yeah. Like something was really up. 
Yeah. And a lot of the fans were talking about that. Like, what the fuck? Like, she just seems like, like it's all good if you need meds. Everybody has but, to like, meds in them, how, but what? Like, it just seemed like she just was like, her eyes were just like, she just didn't, she wasn't, she wasn't it. there. Yeah. Yeah. There was something up with that. Um, she goes on to work on the X Factor. Um, 2012, she's literally the highest paid musician that year from all her endorsement deals and all of that. Goes on to sign a Vegas residency. Does that for about four years. Releases two she more albums. She did Vegas for four years? Yeah. Wow. I had no idea that she did Vegas for four years. Yeah. She did Vegas for four Damn. years. She released two more albums. Um, And so that's when, so then she, after her last album, she went on. So after her first, I guess, Vegas residency, she went on to go announce her second. And I remember being so excited as a fan because she basically was like, did this whole YouTube event to announce her second Vegas residency. And she comes up, waves, walks down, signs a couple autographs and gets in the car. And like, we're all like, the fuck was that? Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you started to like, Britney starts going silent on her Instagram, which if you're following Britney's that please just for like, like it is Britney's Instagram is something else. It is. I I started following it this year and she is a very, um, it's, I don't even, I can't even explain it all. I like it because I feel like I am also not very good at social media. So like I'm trying to get better. Um, but like, like where it's just like, Hey man, she's just straight off the cuff. Like, I don't think like nobody, uh, but there's like, but that, but that's the, like the mystery. Like some of the her... shit doesn't even make sense. No, it I'm doesn't. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Brittany it's entertaining. But, I'm like, okay, sure. But yeah. So yeah. So around like two, like, so after like her announced second Vegas residency, um, she goes kind of silent. And then all of a sudden she posts like, Oh, she posts this message on Instagram being like, um, my dad's like sick, blah, blah, blah. I'm canceling the residency, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes silent. So then there was this podcast called Britney's Gram that just basically their whole podcast was just, they do, they would just talk about Britney Spears' Instagram. So they were talking about like, Oh, well she's, you know, she hasn't been seen for a while. And ever like, I remember thinking like, where that, cause Britney would post like whether it was her or, you know, her, um, her team, her team, like she just was gone. So people were like, what the fuck is going on? Right. So then Britney's Graham gets this call from someone that was working on the conservatorship and no longer worked on it or, or didn't work or worked on the legal team, but kind of knew some insight and basically was like, Britney, Britney's dad isn't sick. Um, Britney is being held in like a mental institution. Um, that she doesn't want to be in because she was refusing to take her medication. She was basically kind of sticking up for herself and being like, I'm not being the show pony anymore. Right. And so her dad basically was like, you're either doing, you're either taking your meds, doing this residency, or I'm putting you into like a treatment facility and we'll cancel it and blame it on a health, like my health thing. Right. So they released that and it goes viral. And even like me as a fan, like just everything, like, cause I knew Brittany was in a conservatorship, but to the extent of like what that exactly entailed, didn't really understand. But like, again, just everything just started to kind of make sense. And um, yeah. So then Brittany, you know, right shortly after that, when the fans start being like, well, what the fuck is this shit? Like what's going on with this? She right. releases a video being like, Hey, you know, like appreciate it. You know, just going through some tough times and, like there's just a lot of weird shit and like even to this day like if you go on Britney's Instagram like there's a lot there's way more questions than there are answers because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are like is this you posting like yes it is like but is it going through a team because at the end of the day you're still in a conservatorship you you're still being controlled Mm -hmm. like you can't just date whoever like you got to get permission to do that You, you can't just go grab your debit card go to Starbucks and come back like that. You have, that's not in your control. That's crazy. And like, to think that like, she's, she's made all this money. So like for her to not be able to do that. And it just seemed like, honestly, as somebody that like, doesn't have all of this, like fan knowledge that you do. Yeah. Um, 
like just seeing the tabloid covers and seeing her with that Sam guy, like that's like then trying to like help her. But you're like, this guy looks shady as fuck. Like this doesn't seem like this match with like Brittany and this guy. Like, why is he in her life? Like, who is the one that she's seeing right now? No, like the other guy. Oh, Sam Lefty or whatever. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that was the parents came because he came into Britney's world during her breakdown and her parents are the ones that basically put her in the, well, her dad put her in the conservatorship and then put a restraining order against this Sam Lefty guy. So there's a lot of questions with the fans being like, was Sam Lefty really that bad? Because like, Okay, maybe he was shady, but like it her dad also was very fucking shady. So it's like how bad was right. like this Sam Lefty dude really in comparison? Like right. Do you know like, what I mean? Like Yeah. Like but it's just unfortunate. It just really reminds me of like, you know, for example, Marilyn Monroe, uh-huh. who had a lot of people around her that were supposedly supposed to be taking care of her, yeah. but were just pumping for her full of like drugs, like yeah. you know, pills and shit. And just trying to still make her put on the show. Like, hey, you, you still got to be Marilyn. Put your makeup on. Go, you know, do your thing. And it just seems very similar to that. And it was the same with Whitney too, right? Mm-hmm. Like Whitney had the same thing. She had people that were supposed to be looking out for her, but were like also doing drugs with her at the same time. Because you know? at the end like, of the day, they're like the thing with like the conservatorship too. It's like there's money to be made. Oh, a hundred percent. Like from that's your cash cow. That's from, literally your cash cow. From 2008 to like a couple years ago, she's literally like tours, albums, fragrances, residents. Like you are making, like, that's what I mean. Like with the whole conservatorship thing, it's like, you got a question. And that was the other thing too, like the whole legal team. You know, the one guy said, Brittany is a high functioning conservative. Like, what does how that, can if, you be high functioning? Yeah, like if you, how are you isn't the purpose is that you're not functioning? That's why you somebody else. Exactly. Like, Conservatorships are for like elderly people with dementia. But like right. Brittany is still going out night after night in her Vegas, you know, like during her Vegas shows. Literally, okay, regardless, we all know she lip syncs. Literally lip syncing every single word of like all of her songs from the year 1999. Wait, but, yes. I I didn't know that. Know what? That, that she, she lip syncs? <laughs> Let's okay. Well, she clearly does. Okay. Well, Maybe. you know what? I'm naive and I really like I you thought yeah. that bitch, you thought Britney Spears sang live. Not all the time. No, not all the I time. It okay. was like, yeah, majority, it's probably like, what it is, probably is, is like, this a TLC moment for me right now. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so <laughs> No, Brittany, here's the thing with Brittany is like, yeah, she probably is singing, but she has the backing tracks because I mean, she's dancing, doing the whole thing. Like, right. She, like, That's a lot she, of work. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff, man. But, but regardless of what I'm saying is like, whether she's singing live or whatever, or lip syncing, like she's, she's still putting on a show every single night saying the word. Like if you're that incompetent, like how, how are you doing that every night? How are you able to remember the steps of your dance moves? Yeah, exactly. How are you remember? How can you like, that takes a lot of like yeah like you a cognitive like, thought process exactly. to be able to be like re- remember and do all like even the words of that you're lip syncing exactly you have That's to make I'm, it look like point. like you have to you still know that and so yeah so that doesn't like, that she... doesn't make sense at all that does so not she, make sense at all. and that's where the fans and like a lot of people were like okay so how the fuck does that make sense that she like literally cannot you know pick up her phone and call whoever but she can go out like like there's a disconnect yeah no, there definitely is. So, okay. So, where- so now, so where we are, so where are we are now? Like I encourage obviously anyone to watch the Framing Britney documentary because it's definitely kind of like, you know. That's plug number two, three. Probably Framing least, Britney. Yeah, no, it's, but it's great. <laughs> it is a great, like, that was a No, great, it is very, Um, it gives you a whole different angle because, because from her, a, like of her life. Yeah. Yeah. Because as a Britney fan, like trying to explain like the in-depths and intricacies of her, like, you know, her career, that one is like definitely from a Britney fan, watch it. Um, So where we are now. So, okay. I have a question. So since I've seen it, yeah. Are you going to continue to show me videos of Britney Spears when I see you? 
Because every time I see you, like last time, you did fill me in on the whole tea with like her dad and the conservatorship, which I, at that point, I was like, okay, Colton. Yeah, you thought I was okay. crazy. And I was like, I Just told being you. a little crazy. No, and like, then I- it feels like we've been justified. <laughs> You've been vindicated. Yeah. Oh my God. That was Justin Timberlake's first album name, Justified. Was I just said, just, I take it back, but we do feel, <laughs> we feel, we feel like we've been heard and seen. Okay. 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 But, okay. But, um, so where we are now is they're still in court, court hearings, um, because of the whole hashtag free Britney movement, there mm-hmm. has been a lot more attention brought to it and there's more eyes on it now. So I think a lot less shady shit can happen. And, right. Britney now herself is actually because Britney's very like she's been in this conservatorship like 12 plus years Holy has, shit. has never spoken to the court like n- nothing so yeah. on uh, I think it's the 23rd it's coming up like next week in June mm-hmm. um, she is actually going to be speaking to the court for the first time ever Wow. This is, this is going to be huge. That's a big thing. Like I'll definitely be looking out for that for sure. Yeah, I think it's the 23rd. June 23rd is when she's going to be speaking. Are they going to release? Is like, is the press allowed in the courtroom? I believe limited presses. Um, but yeah, I, I do believe that is going to be common. I'm assuming I'm thinking it's going to be common knowledge with what, well, I hope that Brittany is able to, like take I, we just, what is rightfully hers. We just and want to know what she has to say. Life. Yes. Like, I so. hope that like, you know, she uses this opportunity to really speak her truth. Yeah. Because, you know, girl has earned that fucking right. And like, and at the end of the day, what? her fans, whether she performs again or not, we just want like, because what Brittany has provided for me as a fan and for her fans, is like, at the end of the day, it's like, we just want her, if she doesn't ever want to perform again, then you just go live your best free life, Brittany. Like, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see you perform again, but it's just like, just we, as long as you're good. Okay, Colton, I have a question for you. Yeah. What is it that you, like, why Britney Spears? Why do you have this undying love and devotion for Britney Spears? What is it? You know what? It's like, I think for me is, I mean, okay, I'll break it down. So one, she, I think just the confidence that she exudes in when she was ever on, especially in her prime, when she Mm -hmm. was on stage, she just, it was something that was I feel that way with with Whitney, there was like that presence there was a presence and there was like, it was like, wow, like she's just owning her shit. And you're just like, you know, it's like, if, she, if Brittany can be confident, like I can be confident. Like there was she like, she is this- the woman that you would love to be. Yes. <laughs> but it's funny that we call like Brittany, like this, like these diva deep deep dives. Cause it's like, Brittany is the far, farthest thing from a diva. If you ask anyone that knows Brittany or is like encountered Brittany, she is like just very, humble subtle very she's very very nice like anyone that's ever met her like she is not a diva she's just like like i don't she doesn't know she homegirl i don't think knows the type of money she has like she's just very like let's just go to kmart like she just doesn't get it i and that's what that's what like makes her so genuine and just makes her like so like where you're like you know what like i what i was not like a like a huge Britney fan, right. maybe only in that year that I had to memorize the lyrics. But other than that, um, it wasn't until later where I'm just like, you know what, like this girl just, I feel bad for her, you know, like mm-hmm. she just seems like a sweet person. Like you and see that's her what everyone... and like, even like, even in her Barbara Walters interview, when she did her own hair and makeup, oh yeah. man, you're like, why your eyelashes falling off? Your hair looks so bad. Why but I think you? that's like, the appeal to Britney. And like, that's the thing. Like, totally. I get why that that's an appeal because like, you know, when I was watching, I was like, yo, man, what is up with this? Like, even on, I was just telling you this today about her Instagram. I'm like, yo, like, what is up with Britney's smudged eyeliner right? all the time? I know, like, you just want to take a makeup wipe. Her? 
like, just want to totally. be like, like a boy that shit. I know, I know. You're like, why? Like, is this? But then, is this a look or on like the flip, on the flip coin? It's like that's what I mean. Like, I think that's what's appealing is like throughout her whole career, she just doesn't give a fuck. She's so un- unapologetic of who she is, and I think right. that's the appeal. Is like she just is who she is. She's real. She's real. She just does what she wants. And if you fucking don't like it, you don't like it. And if you do, you do. And I think that's kind of the appeal to it. Mm-hmm. And then I guess like the second part of it is just how she, like you said, like she went through a lot of scrutiny and she still just kind of keeps going, you know, like there's like, yeah. a strength in her that is very compelling. Totally. Yeah. So I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think where are we now, Colton? You were supposed to be timing yourself just we like are you timed, timed me. I no, know. no, no. Oh, you have totally gone way over. Okay. When we did the Whitney episode, he was like so on me about like being like, oh, okay, you better wrap it up. And I had my segments. And now this bitch has just thrown all of your fucking rules out the door because you told me I couldn't fan out on Whitney and you have done nothing but like hardcore okay do you dive like okay you have dissected the shit out of not even though okay do we do we need to do a whitney deep dive part two because we can (laughs) no we got to give it up to the other divas too we can't just be talking well you know what okay i'm sure britney would appreciate what what else do you want to throw in about whitney do it now bitch (laughs) oh my god I can't. I can't go back into this. I was in a whole week of nonstop Whitney Houston. I did time myself. You didn't. You didn't regard the fucking time. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You might have glanced at it. I could have gone on. I'm sure you could. I'm not saying that you can't. Yeah. I just like, I'm glad that you had the timer on, but it's not like you fucking listened to it. Like You just kept going. I love like, you and like I get Brit- it. Like Britney Spears. I kept walking past everyone into the car. I was just like, <laughs> okay, well let's, then let's quickly wrap this up with um, our top three, like we did with Whitney, our top three favorite Britney songs. Okay. 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 Are we going to go one for one? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, you you want to start? No, you okay. go first. Cause I will start with, I really like this song and I totally remember the video too. Cause like as an FA, I was like, Hey, like, you know, now I'm like, Oh, cute. And like her whole badass with the wet, do you mean FA flight attendant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's going to know that (laughs) as an FA, like it's like throwing your airline (laughs) lingo out there. Flight attendant. Uh, Okay. But like, like in her red wig and the other like red, like persona toxic mm. toxic is a very catchy song i like it it like is a song that i would like listen to and like you know be shaking my groove thing or yeah. working out or doing whatever pumping myself up yeah toxic. she's even she's britney's even said herself that that's one of her favorite songs to perform yeah. um my number one i'm gonna have to give it up to the one and only baby one more time that's how she hit the scene. That's how I was introduced to her. So that's where I'm going to give it to. Okay. Yeah. 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 I did contemplate that, but yeah. I was like, I mean, it's, it's just, a classic. I know it's so it is, but it's just not like something that's like for me. I know. I in that that sense. It hits me in all the feels. Okay. I really, this is another thing with the Whitney and Brittany connection with her rendition of Whitney's ex, Bobby Brown, my prerogative. That one is good. That one is so like she, she did like, it. Justice. I love the original song. And like usually, like sometimes, like when they do a remix or like a you good. know, like a redo, yeah. it's not the same. But fucking Britney killed it. Like that she, was nice. That was she good. made it her she, own. She did a good job. Like, yeah. All right, she did yeah. a good job. Um, my number two would be like I just gotta go back. I gotta like remember the feeling of like when I listen, like there's so many songs, but number two would be <laughs> the feeling um, of like when you first listen to it, is that yeah, what you're trying to take yourself like, to? <laughs> yeah. Number two, I'm just going to go in chronicle, like chronological order. Can I give like a tie for my number two? Because they're both very equally up there. So my tie for number two would be give me more and I'm a slave for you. 
Okay. 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 Because, because I listen when Colton is drinking. Okay. I, I've often experienced Colton drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My songs to like really start feeling myself yeah. would be yeah. give me more or I'm a slave for you. Give me so, more. It was my last one because like okay. that totally reminds me of you. And yeah. like when it's we would be like bitch. pre-gaming before we're about to go to Twisted Element. <laughs> it was always that song. And that song actually came on the night we met Sebastian. So oh, shit, yeah. like that was like, we were just, I was just like, I, you know, wouldn't have probably came across that song if it wasn't for you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, shit. I'm like, this is a good jam. Okay. Yeah. I can get down to this. Like, but yeah. Like, I'm a slate for you. Also is like up there yeah, on the same tip. Because I'm a slave very... for you is yeah. good. Like, and the video with all the sweaty hot yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, all the breathing. And then my, my third and last one, I remember being in broadcasting school with you and it came out and I, because we had access to the studios, we could like really crank it. Yeah. And I remember being like, Brittany's coming out with a new song. And I was like, oh my God is hold it against me. I don't Would you hold it against me. Okay. You, we'll play it afterwards. If you're a Brittany okay. fan, you know the song. But it's got like the dubstep kind of feel to it. And I just remember hearing it for the first time and just like, if my ears could have an orgasm, they like, <laughs> they like, yeah, I'm not going to get like too sexual, but like they just were like, bop, 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 bop. like I was like, oh, like I was dead. Splooge. I was like, hashtag dead. Like I was like, oh in my the, God. like just that song, like that song, Hold It Against Me was like a a hit also written by Max Martin who did our baby one the, the Swedish guy this sw- okay yeah so. yeah okay 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 so yes yeah, so there's our uh Britney deep dive yes I I wanted to talk a little bit okay. more about like her you know I like how, how you're like, was, you keep going on and on about Britney. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, but I'm no, I, I did. But like, I <laughs> okay. think like you should like, like, I think there are certain parts that like in post that you'll know that you got to. Like, yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like for the most part, just because it's something that so many people know about her is that like, she was very sexualized, right? Yes. Like Britney Spears was very much sexualized where people were asking her questions when she was like, what, 16, if she had her boobs done or yeah. if she's a fucking virgin, yeah. like, how was that anybody's business? I know. Like, that's like now, like, you know, this is here. We are like 21 years later. From that where, person when would she be canceled up. for asking. Yeah. A girl. You're like, how dare you ask? Yeah. Like, like that's somebody else's body, but Britney was subjected to that. And like, she had to like, like, even like, Oh, are you a virgin? that's nobody's business but like she had to go through that yeah like I just feel like we all just need like collectively just like give Brittany a hug and be like we are so sorry (laughs) for all the shit we did to you like girl (laughs) if you want to wear raccoon eye mascara whether you want to like lip sync for your life on the Vegas stage like you do your thing Brittany like we all just want to be like we are so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I, I don't know if I would be like, I maybe I'd apologize for judging her um, when she was like, it, probably having some of her darkest moments. So I'm like, oh my God, this is so entertaining. But at the end of the day, I think like the real, the, the like the real relatable side of like this little, this little girl from Louisiana who made it big and then was just taking advantage of everybody around her. And then on top of that, her own father taking advantage of her. That is where my heart hurts for her so bad, where you're just like, my goodness, like how hurtful would that be that you already feel like the whole world wants a fucking piece of you. And then on top of that, your dad's going to take everything from you. Like, damn, that is that that's ruthless. That's why she has that song. Peace of me. You want a piece of me. Seriously. Like (laughs) Like, everybody did want a piece of her. And like, I, get why she is like you know like if she wants to retire and do nothing else like do your thing like do you live your life yeah Yeah. raise your babies and you know how old are the kids now they're oh god they're like literally probably at least 15 16 (gasps) yeah they're getting they're getting they're like teenagers they're like they're like the age she started the business in like her like her oldest like 
Sean Preston, like he's literally probably, if not close to or around the same age that she like signed her first record deal. That is so. crazy. You know, that makes me sad for Whitney just because like yeah. her only heir also passed away in like the same way that she passed away, yeah. which is just crazy. Like, it just makes me sad that there's never going to be like a mini Whitney. You know, yeah. there's going to be these little baby, like mini Britneys that can maybe do something else, you know, like maybe who knows if they choose to go into whatever they choose to go into, but the world has that piece of them. Yeah. You know, and all I got to say is like, you know, like I'm glad I was glad to be alive during the time of like Britney's prime. Oh my God, that rhymed. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just got to end it there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah.